clicking on this video we're going to be discussing blue protocol and is it a gotcha game i'll try to walk through what exactly gotcha is and what it might mean for this game if you've been interested in blue protocol gameplay you're going to want to sort of pay close attention to as this game develops we don't have lots of concrete information right now about monetization about the store about microtransactions what we do know is the game looks very very cool with gameplay that features lots of action adventure style combat and an MMORPG. Now, I try to put all of the good information right here at the beginning of the video so you don't have to go searching for it. It is a live stream, so I have discussions and debates with the live chat after I do my show open that I'm about to do. I'm going to end the members segment. I was hanging out with members while I had my lunch. I'm going to bring them over so that they can join us for this showcase. If you're a member on this channel, you get to kind of hang out with me all day instead of having those midday breaks. So, first and foremost, what is Blue Protocol? Okay, Blue Protocol is an MMO being developed by Bandai Namco and published by Amazon Games with a slated release for 2023. There is a global beta going on, off and on. There's been some uh, word that the uh, the Japanese beta, they got a little bit earlier, and people have been sort of waiting for the global release of this. Now, they did an interview with the... I believe he's the lead uh, director. No, franchise lead. He's the franchise lead, not not the director. Mike Zadorjane. And Mike was essentially saying there's multiple ways that this game stands out. And the first thing he said was it's a seamless open world with no need to party up for specific instances. Now, this brought about new sort of light of information as there's no dedicated servers. So this is an MMORPG that is instance-based, peer-to-peer. So you're not going to be sort of going into, you know, open world spaces and finding people to play with. Now, there is group finders and things of that nature. But one of the things they're really promoting is that seamless word, that seamless buzzword, that seamless open world. He also talked about extensive character customization and avatar design. We will get into that. Obviously, that's a huge aspect of a game like this with cosmetics and wanting your character to look really, really dope. Anytime you play a game like this, that's going to be a factor. Lastly, he said that there is rich, mechanically dense combat. And if you notice, in the combat, there's also cooperative combat. In the combat, there is a very, very clear focus on moment-to-moment action. So this isn't turn-based, this isn't tabbed combat like in other MMORPGs. Very, very high action. Feels a little bit like a third-person action-adventure game. Now, this is in line with predictions that I myself have made about the future of games. I've said things like, there are going to be a rise in live service games that are more action-adventure open world. Since those worlds are so big, why not get more capital out of them? I've also talked about how there will be a rise in MMORPGs, especially more mid-lane, more approachable MMORPGs. Thank you, Lazaro. And I think one of the reasons this game is sort of capturing people's attention right away is it does look like an approachable, also very fun MMORPG. Now, it looking similar to Genshin Impact is a concern for some people because Genshin Impact is a gacha game where you essentially gamble for characters and those characters are a means of power. There's other things you can essentially gamble for because gacha games is essentially the the toy ball games where you keep spending money for a chance and hoping to get something really, really good and obviously there's a lot of trash in there and then that's kind of why people keep going and that's one of the reasons that Genshin has been so criticized is because it has gacha elements that are attached to more than just cosmetics. It's attached to gameplay and power in the world and at this point 
we don't actually know what level that will be in this game, okay? What about free-to-play? What about gotcha? So according to the gamer, it's a free-to-play game with microtransactions. But apparently the class system is different than Genshin Impact. There's no specific characters, but there's avatar creation for the player. So the gotcha elements in Genshin are for specific characters. It reminds me a little bit of like how in Marvel Puzzle Quest, you could earn new characters and then spend money to blast them up and level them up, which is where they made a lot of their money. And in Genshin, they make their money on essentially people spending money, hoping to get the best stuff, the best characters. In this game, the the cosmetics will be the drive. And the cosmetics won't have powers. It's not like if you're wearing a certain outfit or something, it will make you stronger. Now, the gamer is speculating that because Amazon did like a no pay to win in New World and then they sort of westernized the microtransactions in Lost Ark, they're thinking that they're going to do something similar with this game. They're going to try to westernize it. But we don't have a whole lot of info free-to-play model there is a season pass there's something called a regnus store which is their premium store and you can purchase items in the premium store with rose orbs which is the game's premium currency anytime a game has a premium currency there's always that concern that earning it's not going to really happen and you're going to be primarily buying it now a recent stream that they did ginger prime covered this on his channel ginger blue if you want to check that out he covers a lot of blue protocol stuff over there and he's a friend of the show he was watching a stream where they did mention that there would be gotcha in the cosmetic store, okay? And he said you could just kind of feel the air get sucked out of the room. I was like, oh, really? You know, and that's a record scratch for me too. It really is. The minute there are gotcha elements, I'm like, okay, is that going to be the focus? Why would you even include that? That seems like something, especially in America, that's just a bygone era, essentially loot boxes, essentially gambling uh, for better stuff. And... I'm like, why would you even include this mechanic? Now, if it's not pay to win, but it's purely on cosmetics, driving those people to spend and spend and spend, I have concerns about the presence of that in general, but then I also have concerns about could that start to infect and become a pay to win situ- situation? Are you going to like slowly boil that frog? Um, it, it's We just don't know. We do know that there are five confirmed classes, so you're not necessarily going to be spending money for the classes. These are included. There's the Blade Warden, the Foe Breaker, the Twin Striker, the Keen Strider, and the Spell Weaver, all having different, you know, focuses like a mage or like a melee focused. Things that you wouldn't find all that surprising to be in a game like this. And the combat is more RPG-based than loot-based. If you're looking for a looter, this is going to feel a little bit more like an MMORPG because it's action-based combat, but each class can equip up to four skills, and each one of those is further customizable with skill points as you level up. So you've got your skills, then you've got customization with skill points. So it's more of that classic RPG feel than like, hey, you got to go get the best loot. Let's go grind for loot. There is loot in the game, but it doesn't seem to be a centrality like in some games. There's also Echoes, which is like a special ability that can be summoned during combat, and then there's dungeons, and then there's that peer-to-peer instancing. So, the cosmetics are going to be a huge push, given that they've admitted there is gotcha in the cosmetic store, so that is where all the question marks are circling. If it's gotcha in the store around cosmetics... Is that going to be enough to drive a Western audience away? Or is it going to be like Genshin? Genshin was very has been very popular in the West. 
which concerned a lot of people because by and large pay to win and gotcha has been rejected in the western markets and Diablo Immortal recently had lots of success with pay to win monetization structure Genshin Impact has recently been very popular in the west with gotcha elements surrounding the actual characters and now we're going to have Blue Protocol which is going to introduce gotcha elements around the cosmetics themselves so this is a concern for those of us that don't want to see monetization and microtransactions in games continue to go down this element and barrier has found something i'm leaning toward it doesn't bother me that much now i don't know where he found this at its core it says this article piece that he found blue protocol has been confirmed to not be a full gotcha game and said the mmo will primarily adopt the traditional monetization method typical for this genre where you can purchase certain luxuries and cosmetics via the cash shop however Gotcha is an optional part of the player experience. Some sources state that you may use gotcha tickets to roll for cosmetics, primarily outfits and mounts. So that's that's that roll for something better that in Genshin people do for characters, which is where there's lots of power that stems from that, abilities, uh, strength. So that gets into pay to win, that gets into, you know, gambling. This obviously does touch on gambling when you're using tickets to roll for cosmetics. And if you're not getting the good ones or the ones that you want, you're going to keep trying. Uh, according to this report here, it is from Pro Game Guides. Uh, thank you so much for finding that for me, Barrier. So we're quoting ProGameGuides.com here. This system is reminiscent of MapleStory surprise-style boxes where players can aim for coveted fashion pieces that do not affect actual gameplay. However, the execution of the cosmetics gotcha system has yet to be confirmed. Some sources also state that gotcha tickets may be obtained in-game, so free-to-play players might still enjoy dressing up their characters and mounts in their latest fits. It wouldn't surprise me at all if Blue Protocol has gotcha tickets earnable in-game because they want you to go taste that. Give you enough to roll it get something that's not what you wanted or close to what you wanted and then you're going to feel that pull to spin a couple more times pull that lever down right hey welcome to my slot machine the first 10 bucks is on me kind of a thing like yeah and then you're going to put in more than 10 you're going to put in a hundred because you're just going to oh i got really really close Uh, Last paragraph here. There have also been talks about the premium currency being used for other cosmetic features such as producing dyes, but the currency system remains unclear at large. What's important is that the optional gotcha experience means that no content will be locked behind a paywall. Everyone can experience all classes without shelling out a penny or praying to the RNG gods. Weapons are craftable, no summoning required. So it does sound like there is some crafting centered around the loot. Creature says, as long as it's mouse and cosmetics only, I don't care. The fear is they are doing this to normalize the mechanic so they can put something else behind it later. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I tend to uh, I tend to agree um, that if if you're if you're introducing this feature centered around cosmetics, it could touch other things. So good afternoon and welcome everybody to the second show. Do me a favor and smash the heck out of that like button. This is a very different game for me to cover, but I was interested in it and I was interested in discussing whether it was a gotcha game. So thank you so much for Lazaro for the $2 tip. Thank you, Jazzification, for a six-month membership resub. We already have 10 gifted members from this morning. We carry that over to now, 15 more, and I have to give five to the community. So feel free to help move that along and help get us to our first 100 likes on the video. These afternoon streams are sometimes sort of a, hey, let's see what the audience thinks. Do they want to talk about this? If it doesn't get traction, if we don't feel like it's hitting with y'all, then it'll be a very short stream. So weigh in on this where do you guys land on this subject 
if you're going to play a game like this, let's say that Blue Protocol gameplay and the MMORPG aspects are fun and good and satisfying, okay? But then this gotcha element is in the cosmetic store. Yo, I am Melee says, let's get it started. A gifted membership taking us to 11 members for the day. And it went to Orange Rhino. Thanks for doing that, I am Melee. He's asking y'all to help him out. Can't hear about gotcha games without thinking about my good old Final Fantasy record keeper, Sad. Joe says, there should be no got you mechanics. Uh, There has anything to do with mounts or cosmetics, but I heard that there is. There should be easier ways to get them. So let's be clear what gotcha is. Let me give you the actual definition, okay, of a gotcha game. Just so we're we're 100% on the same page. A gotcha game is a video game that implements the gotcha toy vending machine mechanic. Similar to loot boxes, gotcha games entice players to spend in-game currency to receive a random in-game item. Some in-game currency generally can be gained through gameplay, and some by purchasing it from game publishers with real-world funds. So the idea is, it's reminiscent to that random ball toy game, or a loot box where, keep spending, you might get the thing that you want. Okay? So this essentially, for the Westerner, this is a loot box. Kind of. And it's cosmetic. So they're basically doing cosmetic loot boxes. Cosmetic random loot boxes. Now, there are gotcha toys in America. And I absolutely despise them. Like, my kids want to get those little bags. And you don't know what you're going to get. Whether it's a Marvel character or a Lego or whatever. I am I am opposed to those. I do not let my children buy those. I don't. Because it's like, you don't know what you're getting. I will not spend money on something that you open it and say, I wanted the green one and I got my sixth yellow one. Right? Even if you just buy one. I wanted a green one and I got a yellow one. Right? We don't know everything yet, says Ascent. I do hope Amazon is willing to make some changes to the monetization. I would rather not have to go through Gotcha for skins. Um, I'm happy to buy them directly. Here's where I land on this, okay? If you're going to implement gotcha elements in your game for cosmetics, you're less likely to get money from me. I'm more likely to spend money when I know exactly what I'm going to get. Oh yeah, you like this set? You like this red and black armor set or this red and black mount? Yeah, here it is. Here's the price. Okay, cool. Give me that. But when they're like, oh, look at all these pretty things. You might get what you want. I'm like, you're not getting a dime from me. I'm not falling for that. It's like with Legos with my kiddos. Can it be gotcha if it's only cosmetics? Yes. Because the idea being, you can spin it again for a different item, Eugene. So when you get into the gotcha element, it's like a random item kicks out and you can be like, I don't want that. Spin it again. Like put more tokens in basically. It's the idea of, so a loot box, typically you buy a loot box and a bunch of stuff pops out and at least one or two of the items might be something of value or something that you want or whatever. Gotcha is more about, here's all the things you might get. It spits something out and you can like, no, spin it again. I didn't get what I wanted. So it's, it's far more like the gambling, like, toy ball machine where you, you keep going. It basically is a loot box. 
it is. Yo, Rissick with a big one. Rissick has been coming really, really big with these member gifts, man. That is 20. That is 20. I'm going to turn the alerts off. That's way too many to let the thing chingering. I'll turn it back on in a second. Austin Cardwell, Boston Evans, Aaron Barnes, Evidence, Jay the Broken, Justin Kirkland B, Andrew Sean Bailey, Rome, uh, Sebastian Match, Samurai King, Demir, pa- uh, Pasty Gorilla, Retro Never Dies, Scott Goss, Ron Hayes, and Jeffrey Shay. Guys, thank you so, so much for being here. Nihilus got one as well as Fernando. Fernando. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for for doing that. I appreciate you guys supporting what we do and being here and getting to be in the members' uh, streams now and in the members' content. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate you guys. I have to gift five now. I have to gift five now. So we passed the goal of 25. When it hits 50, I have to do this again. So let me gift five to the people that are here. Guys, while I'm doing this, do the free things, man. Smash the like button. Make sure and smash subscribe so you can talk in my chat. Uh, let's get those first 100 likes while I'm doing this. And I pay it forward. Every 25 members, I gift five and say, hey, thanks for being here. Appreciate you. Order some coffee. We got another article here from PC Games N saying that Blue Protocol is no Genshin uh, clone. So Amazon weighing in on this. Let's take a look at what this article says. Oops, that's the wrong window. Let's take a look at this article. Okay. Hang on. All right, let me turn my black bar on because that's freaking obnoxious. Uh, oh, this goes... Let's put this down underneath. There we go. I try to like... I try to give you guys like a clean layout when we're looking at articles and stuff. So permit me for a little scene edit here. There's my five. Ray Robberidge, Cameron Vesey, Grilled Cheese, Jamie, and Closed Guard. If you guys want to keep that member train going, we're already at 31. We are already at 31. So many ads on mobile. Yeah, I try to I try to make it a little bit I try to make it a clean experience for you guys when I read through an article. I don't run an ad blocker because you know I live in the business of like needing ads as well. So I try not to be that guy. Blue Protocol is no Genshin Impact clones. This is PCGamesN.com. Blue Protocol may have an anime game in the style of Genshin Impact, but Amazon Games has set in stone that their MMORPG is not just another clone. So let's get down here. Lauren wrote this eleven days ago. Blue Protocol is an anime MMORPG that challenges players to face down Armageddon, which in itself sounds nothing like Genshin Impact. Given its art style and colorful cast of characters, it's easy to draw parallels, but Amazon Games have been quick to dispel the notion that Blue Protocol is simply Genshin Impact or Tower Fantasy 2.0. Speaking to PC Games N, ahead of the game's official reveal at the Game Awards, Blue Protocol franchise lead Amazon Mike Zadorjne told me that the partnership with Bandai was influenced by the fact that Blue Protocol feels like a compelling experience. 
Quote, this is something we've been working on internally for a while. We felt there was a unique opportunity working with Bandai Namco. I mean, obviously there is an amazing pedigree of games under their belt, and Amazon Games is always generally looking forward, like, what's the next experience that we want our players to have? Instead of the gotcha-style mechanics that both Tower of Fantasy and Genshin Impact have become renowned for... Oops, sorry, hang on. Let me scroll for you. Uh, there we go. Um, he confirms that Blue Protocol is all about the story and really trying to give this fantastical journey of going through space and time to solve these problems in turn to in turn understand and unlock the history of the world. Okay, that still doesn't mean you're not going to have gotcha elements. You're just focusing on story. He emphasized that the game is an MMO instead of an open world game, commenting that there are social constructs that we want to put in to allow players to come together. We do obviously have some dungeons, which are more of your mid-tier group, but there are hardcore versions of these who are going to try to prove that they're the best to handle these more difficult challenges. Then the raids filter in, and there are some of the larger-based encounters because they really have some towering giants. It's all about a blend of these major game points. None of none of this speaks strongly to, to whether or not it's a gotcha game. Uh, while Zadorjne says dungeons and raid instances are a core part of the MMORPG fantasy, Blue Protocol is set apart from its competitors by the cyberpunk sci-fi style story. Genshin's Breath of the Wild-esque aesthetic wasn't really for me, which is why I turned to Tower of Fantasy for something a little more gritty. While Hada's game is aesthetically similar, it comes from a smaller studio and has had real issues with hackers, exploits, and other troublemakers. Given that Bandai, Namco, and Amazon are are seasoned veterans, I don't see Blue Protocol suffering as much as Tower Fantasy did, and that's why I'm so excited to dive in. If you're intrigued by this game, check out the Blue Protocol Classes Guide. Okay, and that's it. That doesn't put to rest anything. To, to, to be quite honest <laughs> that doesn't put to bed anything whoa whoa wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute Rissick did you do two 20 bombs or just one why is it showing two 20 bombs at the top did you do a second one Rissick or just the one I literally had to unfollow somebody earlier because they were defending this practice and calling people haters on the game because it's not out yet. Yeah, I... Listen. I'm interested. I would like to play this game. I think it looks dope. But I'm also like, yo, I I don't like... I don't like gambling for cosmetics. There's three on my screen. Okay, it must be a glitch. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Guys, somebody unglitch it. Somebody else do a 20 bomb. Let's see if we can. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, I am not ardently against certain types of monetization. I'm not. You want to do season passes? You want to do battle passes? You want to do cosmetics? Fine. Fine. I'm fine with that. Okay. You want to let somebody buy an XP boost? You want to let somebody pay money to skip grind? I'm fine with that as long as it doesn't give them a power advantage over another player because they spent more money, right? So generally speaking, if something stays in the cosmetic lane, my tolerance level's pretty high. If it's just cosmetic, my tolerance level's pretty high. 
But I tell you what, the hair on the back of my neck stands up. My spidey sense starts to tingle. My, my radar starts to go off when you're like, oh, but yeah, we're going to have gotcha elements. Why? Why wouldn't you just let people direct purchase? Well, I'll tell you why. And this is why it should cause concern for you. If they have great cosmetics, and instead of just selling them for people that want to buy them, but they want to use gotcha mechanics, that means they're not interested in value, like one-to-one value transmission. They want the mechanic to generate money, not the cosmetics. Do you see the difference? Instead of saying, our cosmetics stand on their own, they will drive revenue. No, the gotcha mechanic will drive revenue. And that should be concerning because that means they're willing to let people spend money and not get what they want and then spend more money to get what they want in a gambling-like fashion that we've seen in other games and we've seen pushback. We've seen governmental pushback, regulatory pushback. We've even seen, I would say, general gaming culture pushback on loot boxes, random items. If, if, and I'm telling you, as soon as that's in the game, I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I'm already worried. I'm already worried. What, why can't you just let somebody buy what they, what they're looking for? You can't create enough cosmetics. Cause then the demand, what drives revenue up isn't the value of the cosmetics. It's how much your system can screw the person. You know what I'm saying? If it's like Genshin, then sometimes if it's power, but often the free characters are just as good, if not better. Also, if the currency used in the gacha system is entirely earnable through gameplay, then where do you stand? Yeah, but how earnable is the is the currency in Genshin? Wasn't the primary criticism of Genshin that it seemed like it just constantly squeezed you where you felt like you had to spend money? That was the common criticisms that I, I, saw, I saw about that one. Them saying there's going to be gotcha elements tells me they're going to degrade or show a lower lower visual quality of the in-game armor compared to the cosmetic armor. If they insist on the pay-to-win for better gear or faster progression, the last thing I'd ask for them to do is to reset or remove all that on the PvP mode. I don't mind if they gave you a path to free loot boxes like Overwatch 1 used to do. That system was actually quite generous. If I can buy the currency and the currency can buy me power, I'm out. Yeah, generally speaking, generally speaking, if somebody, if, if you can spend money and you spend more money than me and then you get more power than me, yeah, I tend to agree. I'm like, no. Not at all. People just want those characters. Often they are unique or fun to play. Further, there's a pity system that guarantees it at some point. Yes, but don't you see how the pity system is somewhat sinister? The pity system basically says, if you keep spending money, you'll eventually get what you want. Meaning there's a threshold where we know you'll stop spending money and we're going to tickle your brain with dopamine right before that happens. More than likely, the pity system within that within that gotcha system is quite literally designed to keep you spending money at the very least i know after a certain amount of time i'm going to get it and more than likely they've done psychological studies to say 
someone is going to go this far and then stop so let's have the pity system hit right here so they maximize their spending and just before they tip over into anger and frustration and disconnection give them the pity trigger it's a mostly single player experience so how much do you need to compete for power I'm not even talking about PvP. I'm not even talking about pay to win. I'm simply talking about a game that sells power within a gambling system. I'm not going to sit here and say that's pay to win. This is why I tell people you shouldn't call things pay to win that aren't pay to win. I'm not accusing them of pay to win. I'm saying that's a sinister practice. That is sinister. To tell somebody, hey, here's great stuff. You can spend money. The, the, the people who spend more money are more likely to get the really, really good primo stuff. So you spend a certain amount of money and then they guarantee you're going to get the drop eventually as long as you keep spending, which is, which is more than likely a psychological form of manipulation to keep you spending. Because it does two things. It does sunk cost. There's a sunk cost fallacy at work there. Well, I've already gave them $10. So that $10 is wasted if I don't push all the way till the pity trigger. So now I either wasted my 10 or I keep spending and eventually I'll trigger pity. I'm not completely defending the gambling ETC. You could say pay for power, but at the same time, like we're two years in now, right? Okay. Omar, I think Omar is going to give me his experience. I believe he's a, he's a mostly free-to-play player in Genshin, which I appreciate you engaging with me on this subject because I don't think there's very many people here that play the game. I think the loot box system, if gotcha, is predatory if you're susceptible to addictions. I haven't had... I haven't spent any money on it, and I have 32 characters. It'll take me forever to level those characters up. Those OG free characters are the ones they have not been power crept. At this point, any character is just because I want them. Again, my issue is with the mechanism itself. My issue is with the mechanism itself. The the fact that they're willing to do it in Blue Protocol. So Blue Protocol won't be gotcha for power. It'll be gotcha for cosmetics. And let's say they institute a pity system. I, I don't like that. You don't get a free pass just because it's cosmetic. You get a really really long leash when you make it cosmetic only I give you a really long leash I'm like you can do a lot if you're doing cosmetic only you want to sell skins you want to sell things that make my weapon look awesome you want to sell a battle pass you want to have premium currency that allows me to buy really cool things man I give you a lot of leash but then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah we're going to do gotcha we're going to do a gotcha system for our cosmetics it makes me want to yank that leash back and be like, no, I don't like that. I, you're getting too close to the fence there. You know, you're, you're, your dog's getting a little too close to the property line. You better pull that leash back. I don't, I don't uh-uh. Why can't you just let people buy the skins that they want? They're just skins and loot boxes. But see, I don't think gotcha systems work as a loot box. Gotcha systems work on like a ticketing system. So like you have so many tickets and you like buy, you don't get the thing that you want and you can spin it again. It's not like buy the loot box, everything pops out and you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to save up and buy another one again. It's a, it's a, 
it's more of that slot machine mentality of like, no, put in more tickets and pull the lever. It's 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 derived from the the machines that spit out the toy ball. It's not like you hit the button and a bunch of them pop out and you're like, oh, this one's not bad, this one's okay, this one's good, and then you know you you dispose of the ones that you don't want. It's like, let, let let's just say that I don't see the difference in the mechanics. There's a huge difference in the mechanics in the way that it gets you to click. Inst- it's it's think about it like this, Eugene. It it works in layers. It works in layers. Buy this skin for this much money. You buy it. Buy this skin for this much in-game currency, so you're not as aware of how much money you're spending, right? That's pretty one-to-one. Buy this loot box. It's got a bunch of random items in it. It might drop something really rare or really cool. Cool, you buy it, you open it. Ta-da! And then you come down here and gotcha. Gotcha is literally you, you spinning for something not getting what you wanted and spinning again and spinning again and spinning again it mechanically is not you buying something it's you continuing to spin for a chance at something it's not the same as a one to one transaction of I received this loot box I'm going to open it up I didn't get what I wanted I will buy another loot box now that in and of itself is sinister and we don't like it me as a consumer and as a commentator I reject stuff like that I don't let my kids buy the toys where you can't see what you're getting I don't let them do it it's a, it's a real world loot box I don't I, I would never support a loot box game or at the very least I would actually analyze the, 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 the loot box mechanics to see whether or not it's in a good lane or a bad lane because I do think loot boxes in some games weren't as bad as others but generally speaking, we've we've sort of rejected loot boxes as an idea. How is it different from buying a loot box and not getting what you want? Because typically loot boxes come with a bunch of random items, so you're likely to get at least something that you haven't received yet. Something that is like, oh, I didn't get the skin that I wanted, but I got a cool emote. I didn't get the emote that I wanted, but I got a cool skin, right? Typically, loot boxes come with a variety of items. It's not a single item. This is more about spinning for spinning again and again and again. And the way and the way that they do it in Genshin, the way that they do it in Genshin is like it keeps you going. The gacha game model began to be widely used in the 20 in the 2010s particularly in Japan. Most of the highest grossing mobile games in Japan use it. It's become an integral part of Japanese mobile game culture. The game mechanism is also increasingly used in Chinese and Korean games as well as western games. Despite their ubiquity, gacha games have been criticized for being addictive and are often compared to gambling due to the incentive to spend real-world money on chance-based rewards. I would argue that it's... This is what I would say, Eugene. It's basically a loot box on steroids. Because of the rolling pulling. Like... Here, can I get this on screen for you guys? Hang on. Uh, let me let me slide this over. And what if I shrink it? Can I get that? Can I... Oh. Yeah, the, the freaking... Let me do this. That might work. That might work. I might be able to get this on screen. 
It's just so much text when I shrink it like that. That might work. Okay, we're really close now. We're really close. Okay, that's a little bit better. Uh, to me, it's the it's the it's the rolling and the pulling. All right. There are many collectible characters, cards, or other items, and details are very based on the nature of the game. Many of them are obtainable only through a gotcha mechanic. In this, the player pulls or spins in a manner anal- analogous to a slot machine or a roulette wheel. In doing so, they expand a fixed portion of a premium currency in exchange for receiving a random drop from the banner rolled on. Some of the rewards drop less frequently than others. It's a common, it is common for the schema of the item rarities to be public information dubbed open gasha. It is common for these to be rarity tier and around the order of appearing in the in the 1% of rolls. So typically the higher, you know, the the value, the lower it's going to show up, right? Between this rarity and the commonality of limited time availability of promoted gacha drops, players are encouraged to roll the gacha while their desired item is available. So, this is another reason it's different than a loot box, Eugene. Commonly, in gacha mechanics, what they're doing is they're also using FOMO. Okay? Hey! Right now, you can spin for this awesome character. It's not just a generic loot box that pulls from everything, right? Loot boxes tend to pull from everything, and loot boxes we generally think are pretty bad. This is way worse! This is way worse because they say, hey, for a limited time right now, you can come spin for this awesome thing. And let's look at the pity system, right? Some gotcha models use a pity system. The player will be guaranteed an item after pulling for that item a large number of times without success. Soft pity increases the probability slightly of getting a rare item with every pull, counting up and recalculating the probability until the rare item is received. Literally creating sunk cost in the system itself. You've got FOMO, you've got pity tickling the dopamine and sunk cost of like, keep spending, buddy. You'll get it eventually. Loot boxes don't tend to work that way. Unless, of course, it's around an event like Pasito's saying, right? Oftentimes it'd be like, we're going to have this special loot box for this event. Definitely FOMO in those boxes. Not in all loot boxes. Some games, like when Overwatch originally introduced their loot box, you just you got a loot box every once in a while, or you could buy them, and it just pulled from everything. Even originally, when Destiny featured RNG uh, boxes that you could buy, it just pulled from everything. It's like, it's just, everything can be pulled from. It wasn't like, this week and this week only, come pop the box for a chance at this gold skin. Like, I don't know how you can look at this and be like, it's basically a loot box. League of Legends has loot boxes without FOMO. Yeah, loot boxes often, a lot of times, they show up and it's just like, buy this for a bunch of random crap. This is... Right now, if you spend money, you can pull and win this. And if you don't, spend a little bit more. Oh, and every time you spend money, you're increasing your chances of getting it. That is not a loot box. You're looking at a slot machine with sunk cost in it and calling it a loot box, which is disingenuous. That's not what this is. Gotcha is not a loot box. It's a freaking slot machine where your chances increase the more you spend 
That's not a loot box. That's worse than a loot box. You're quite literally creating it to foster the, the, the gambling. It's like, oh, it's spend more. It is limited because the banners rotate every two weeks. There are many of those ultra rare characters that have run like four times in the last two years and in the middle of them adding like 22 characters. Apex did that with character melee weapons. Guaranteed after so many. I, yeah, I, I, I don't like that. I mean, I don't play or support Apex. I mean, I've, I've, I've praised their gameplay, but I don't, I don't know the inner workings of their monetization. I just looking at a gotcha system and being like, yeah, it's just a loot box. Yeah, other other games do loot boxes. I don't know. This seems, this seems way more sinister than a loot box to me. Do they say anything about the tier of characters? Will there be? Can there be? Because uh, that even makes even more sense. As far as we can tell, Blue Protocol will have gotcha elements with its cosmetics, not with characters. It's a class-based game, so you pick a class. You can't like you're not like trying to spin for characters like in Genshin. You're not describing anything I haven't seen in loot box cosmetic games. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Because it's it's literally allowing you to keep pulling and keep spinning and increasing your odds. That's not the same as buying a box with a bunch of random items in it. I think the difference is enormous. I think the difference is enormous. It's not the same as saying, here's a box of random stuff. Buy it. It's spin for a chance at this. This is only available for these two weeks and it's super duper rare oh this item's only available right now now you're like oh these guys did event loot boxes okay but the centrality of a gotcha system is you're spinning for this thing the featured thing it's not here's an ocean of things that you might get from the box you're actively spinning for it oh and your chances of getting it go up the more you spend now all these loot boxes eventually would give you what you wanted out of what? An ocean of items? Or was that the only item people were going for when they bought the loot box? Captain C says, really want blue protocol. I hope it's not a gotcha game. Uh, from what I have heard, the money system may change for the West. I've heard the same thing, Captain Steve. Multiple reports speculating they're going to westernize the, the cosmetics, uh, uh, the monetization system, similarly to how they did it with Lost Ark. Because they just know Amazon's going to be like, that's not going to fly over here. Or maybe Amazon doesn't even want to be associated with it. I don't know. It plays on the impatience and the missing out fears to make players spend for a chance. Ah. If anything, pity is better than constant RNG on a low drop. What? No, I, I think... You're basically saying they're allowed to do this terrible thing because they're doing this terrible thing. Just let people buy what the frick they want. Just charge 20 bucks for the cosmetic. Don't create a mechanic. The mechanic is what's driving the money, not the value of the item. You've literally created a mechanic that is finely tuned to maximize a person's spending. That's that's sinister. This is why we've rejected loot boxes over the years, because that's what we've all said. 
When Wraith's Kunai's knife was released, people literally bought 500 boxes. Just for the knife. I feel like there's just such a dividing line between a game like Apex and a game like Blue Protocol. Blue Protocol is firmly grounding one of its central aspects in character customization. I'm not defending RNG Cosmetics. Oh, I know you're not defending it, but I don't think they get credit for doing pity within the system. Wait, 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 Lono. Omar says, tell me which is worse. A loot box that can infinitely give you what you don't want while they add more to the pool or a loot box system which with a guaranteed at some point that limits the pool of items when a new item or character is added and a boosted drop rate for that character item. Yeah, but see, the problem with what you're saying, Omar, is I cannot believe any of the decisions they're making about that. I cannot believe it's not about maximizing spending. They didn't come up with the pity system because they like you. The pity system is because they want you to keep spending and they know the sweet spot when you'll stop. Captain Steve says, be cool to pick this up and do a joint gameplay session and live stream. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be dope. That'd be dope. We, di- we never got to uh, nail down a time to have you on on the podcast. I think that time slot didn't work too well for you. But yeah, when games like this come out, it'd be really cool to play them and kick around what we think, especially games like this that are cooperative. That could be fun, Steve. I think that's a big part for Apex as well. Kids get bullied for their skins and feel the need to upgrade uh, upgrade at cost. Listen, I am firmly against loot boxes because I don't think consumers should ever be spending money on something and not knowing what they're getting. I hate that Lego does it. I hate that there's Marvel toys that do it. Literal physical toys where you're like, I can't see what's in the bag. And then you open it and it's another freaking She-Hulk. And you're like, great. No, I I never let my children buy those. And I tell them audibly in the store, I said, that is garbage. You don't know what you're buying. You should never buy something like that. That is trash. I do not let my children buy it. I instill that in them. Like, no, don't ever give a company money for something and you don't know what you're getting. That's stupid. I'm not calling you stupid for doing it if you do it, but I think it's just such a stupid use of money. Tell me what I'm getting and I'll buy it. You show me an awesome skin for $10, I'll buy it. Because I'm like, I know what I'm getting. East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip. I don't know what's been said so far, but I'm friends with a New World Insider person. He said the game won't be gotcha. I, th- According to a recent stream, they said there would be gotcha elements in the cosmetic store. So they actually did their own stream recently. Like, your insider could be merely saying, yeah, it's not going to be gotcha, dot, 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 like Genshin Impact. But out of their own mouths in a stream, they said there'd be gotcha in the cosmetic store. I agree. I'm not so up in arms against it if the main gameplay is not altered. If I can beat it without some ridiculous BS, like if those things are optional to the experience. Here's the challenge that I have with this, Omar. Here's the challenge that I have with this. I could have played Diablo Immortal and spent zero dollars and showed people how to be a free-to-play player and I probably could have gotten great viewership support and channel growth doing it. And I chose not to. 
because I didn't want to support a game and feed a game players in their funnel because there would have been people that watch my content and thought I'm going to take a crack at that game yeah I'm going to take a crack at that yeah that's that's not too bad this guy's showing me how to not spend money okay teach these people how to play and not spend money but then they're in the pool and they're helping the game and maybe they feel the pool to spend money eventually. Maybe they maybe they say, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend a little bit on these crests. I really want to get this drop. Or oh, I am playing with this guy and he's spending. He's getting so many more drops. I didn't want to feed that ecosystem at all. And when I look at a game like Blue Protocol, I'm like, this is everything I predicted. I said we were going to get live service games and MMO style games that were going to be more action adventure. Remember when I played New World and I said, you're going to see more MMOs lean into the action style combat. You're going to see more worlds that feel like open third person action adventure games that are more live service and more ongoing. And look what we have in Blue Protocol. Almost exactly that, exactly what I described. But do I want to support, play, cover a game, and feed a game a funnel that's doing something with cosmetics that I disagree with? I'm like, y'all shouldn't be doing that. I do not like the presence of that. We could have ridden Immortal all the way to 4 with very little issue. Oh, yeah. All the way to Diablo 4. For sure. For sure. And I and our channel would be much larger right now. I'd, I'd be sitting on a 30k channel right now. Guaranteed. The growth patterns and viewership that we saw, I'd be I'd be sitting on a 30k cha- channel right now, out of out of blue past 25k, and I wouldn't do it. I'm like, no. We'll wait for Diablo 4, and we'll pray to, we'll pray to the Diablo 4 Blizzard gods that they please don't do that pay to win trash, because if we do, we can't support the game. There are also things in the game that are impossible to earn without money, and also things that require a ridiculous grind. You can't grind out Genshin the same way for one. What's new? Yo, what's good, Maximum Spider? Wait, aren't you GC? Isn't that GC Plugs or Pugs? GC Plugs? Change your name? No, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you had a different username. I recognize that avatar. Too bad they had me hooked. Luckily, you can buy... Single cards? Nah, Mr. Night Sings. Okay, yeah, no, Mr. Night Sings. That's right, that's right. I knew you changed your username. I was like, that is... I know that face, but that ain't the name that goes with that face. (laughs) You can earn anything in-game, period. You can easily beat it without money. The game would be... the, The game world is like five times the original size. They've expanded constantly. I don't support either system, RNG, loot box, or gotcha. I also don't think one is worse than the other. Man, I need Wheezy here because I feel like Wheezy could outline maybe better than I am why Gacha is worse than a loot box. Like, why is Gacha worse than a loot box? Why is it so bad? I mean, he was he was like he was really upset that Genshin was becoming popular in the West, and he's got more experience with Gacha and breaking down a lot of these games. Ten dollars from East Coast Overlord. My friend did say gameplay is not affected by money. I don't think cosmetics count as gotcha, just loot boxes. Either way, I'm not playing till I see what they're doing for the third, sixth, and ninth month. Yeah. So here, here's the difference between gotcha and a loot box. East Coast Overlord. Gotcha is spinning and re-spinning for an item with an increased chance in getting the item that you're looking for. 
a loot box is more like a, a, a generic assortment of items that just pop out and you get just, just a bunch of random stuff I feel like loot boxes are more of like a gra- like a it's like a mystery bag right I, I think the comparison I would make here is here's a mystery bag with a bunch of random goodies in it that's a loot box and gotcha is you pull out that one character bag and you have no idea what's in it but it's only one and you can keep spending and keep trying for another chance and your chances increase the more you spend. Like, oh, I, I, yeah, I might, I might get the thing I want. There's a sunk cost involved. A lot of loot boxes, there's no sunk cost. It's just you buy it for a chance and a bunch of random crap pops out. Because Genshin sells progress. In cosmetic-only games, I fail to see the difference. Well, okay, but within Gotcha, Eugene, there are worse offenders and less offenders. I will readily admit that within the realm of Gotcha, if you have a Gotcha game that's about progress and character and power, and then you have a Gotcha game that's only cosmetics, yes, the 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 least. I was gonna say the 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 lesser sin, <laughs> the. I'm just gonna say it. The lesser sin is the is the cosmetic only. I'll readily admit that, but it's still a tree that I feel like is. It just feels like a poisonous tree that I'm eating from. Ew. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the lesser sin. It's gotcha, but it's only cosmetic. Well, this is way worse because this is progress and this is power. This is in-game strength. I think the system as a whole. To me, like I said, it feels like a loot box on steroids. I already don't like loot boxes. Gotcha feels like a loot box on steroids. It's like they're just tearing the veil down and being like, yeah, it's a freaking slot machine. Have you, and then the more money you spend, your chances of getting that item you want go up. I, it, it, it feels, it just feels different. It feels different in execution. It feels different in how it how it lands in the player's mind. I don't like either of them. They are definitely twin brothers. Let's just say it that way. Gotcha Cosmetics and Loot Box Cosmetics, they're twin brothers. But the but the Gotcha twin brother in my mind, he's worse. He's he's a little bit more evil. He's a little bit more nasty. He doesn't really have any he doesn't have any redeeming qualities. PSO does it well, Fantasy Star Online. If it comes down to progress, I gotta pass. I'm 100% against loot boxes and gotcha without age restrictions, says Jaggy. I play the game because I'm an adult with enough experience of life and resist the pitfalls of sunk cost. Is that not what we're seeing with Blue Protocol? Cosmetic only gotcha. If that's the case, I fail to see the difference with loot boxes, and at that point, we shouldn't call it gotcha and conflate it. No, we should call it gotcha and conflate it. Because a general accepted definition of a loot box is a box of random items and you don't know what's inside of it. That's it. Gotcha is an entire system of rolling, pulling, and pity. Rolling, pulling, and pity is is non-existent in most loot box instances. It wasn't exi- that wasn't the case with the the stupid llamas in Fortnite when they did their random crap, and it wasn't it wasn't the case with the with the random engrams in Destiny. 
there have been there have been plenty there are more loot boxes than not that have no rolling pulling spinning or pity it's not this thing you just keep sitting there and feeding money and all oh, your chances going up for that 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 twinkling item then apex is gotcha just think it's the pulling and the spinning it's that you just keep doing it over and over it might be close to gotcha at this point I don't know I don't know enough about Apex I'm taking your word of mouth as gospel that Apex has essentially done the same thing this item's only available for two weeks so just keep buying those boxes baby Corbett wants you to spot the difference in these photos that's right you consider Lost Ark Gotcha, you pay for the chance of an upgrade. I don't know the inner workings of Lost Ark's monetizations anymore, but when I covered Lost Ark's monetization, I felt like a lot of it was misrepresented. Most of what Lost Ark sold was either cosmetics or the ability for you to skip grind. I don't want to grind for this crap. Let me just get the stuff and then, and then go play the activity. Or it was something like that. I'm not familiar with it anymore. I've not covered it in a long time. It's so nuanced, says Basito. Cosmetics usually never come back. It's max FOMO. If you want it and you didn't spend then, you never get it again. Characters and powers always circle back later. I don't know, Basito. Uh, uh, Je- who was it? Uh, Omar was talking about Genshin saying some characters, they, they show up like once a year and then never again. You know, it, it, He said it. He made it sound like it takes a long time for someone to show up again, if at all. I fail to see the difference between rolling and opening slot machine mechanics. Then you fail to understand the psychology of why one's far more effective and insidious uh, than the other. Like, what? What? <laughs> Come on, Eugene. You're a highly educated individual, and you can't see the mechanical, psychological difference between one that lets you keep pulling, keep spinning, and the more you do, the greater your chance, and another one that's more punctiliar, and you buy the box, you open the box, you didn't get what you wanted. Now you have to go buy another box. Mechanically speaking, they are different. I guarantee you, in any simulation, any study, any feedback from the com- community consumer or the public, Gotcha's going to get more pulls. It's going to get more pulls. It's a proven, it's a proven psychological like form of manipulation. Bling 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 bling. Keep spinning. Loot box cycles a lot like a slot machine. Yes, but. And this is something that didn't Fortnite just get taken the task for this? And they had to pay, like, settle out a quarter or whatever? You're giving loot boxes too much charity? I'm not giving them too much charity. All the loot boxes I've ever opened, there was never the ability for me to be like, oh, I don't like these items, let me spin again. Let me buy another one. No, I have to back out of that scene. I have to... I have to equip or dismantle or whatever. Like I have to go through a process of like, oh, I don't want them. And then I have to go buy another one. That's not the same as pulling the lever again. I hate loot boxes, like I said. And I think gotcha's loot box on steroids. Punctilier. It's uh, it's it's a linguistic thing. <sighs> 
occurring at a definite and particular point of time. It's it's a it's a linguistic grammar thing, as opposed to something being a um, like an imp. What is it? Ah, uh, there's what is it? Uh, uh, participle is imperfect participles and punctilio were like opposite of each other. What was the opposite? Of, what's that? What's the antonym for punctiliar? Is it the imperfect? Is it the participle? It's the ongoing thing. He jumped, punctiliar. He's jumping. Right? The above. Okay, Genshin runs four banners at a time. One for the original pool of characters and three limited time banners. One of the limited character banners is new. The other is a repeat. And one weapon banner is repeats. Okay, so this is what it looks like in Apex. So I can buy that little robot, and it's showing me each pack contains an event epic, 50% chance, event legendary, 50% chance, crowns, inventory pack. Okay, so they're doing, they're abiding. Isn't there a law about that now? Isn't the law that, like, they have to show you the odds or whatever? Yeah, and then you buy it and they pop out. No, I'm familiar with when they pop out, and I know that's all meant meant to, uh, that's all meant to emulate like a um, like a slot machine. I think loot boxes are gotcha, but gotcha games are when the whole game is built around loot boxes. I just think, to me, there is a there there is a. Maybe it's the fact that they're just not even trying to hide it. Right? Maybe we're coming to the conclusion that we've had gotcha elements in the West for a really long time. They just call them loot boxes. Right? Right there, if you run out, link to the store. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if all this time, the dividing line between gotcha and loot boxes is that the gotcha games are just like, it's a slot machine. We're not trying to hide the fact that it's a slot machine. The more money you spend, the more the, the greater the chances of getting the item that you're looking for. You really want that gold-plated skin that's only available for this week? The more money you spend, yeah, your pity's going to go up. I don't think it's the best system at all. I'd prefer to just buy the whole game, but at the same time, I base my vitriol on how much the system affects gameplay and progression. Guys, do me a favor and smash the like button. Uh, we've uh, we've we've questioned doing these afternoon streams, and today the dialogue and the conversation has been really, really enjoyable. It seems like a lot of the times we can use these afternoon streams to touch on subjects that might be or play games that might be a little bit outside of what we typically talk about. So it lets us delve into more variety. So when you support these afternoon streams, you empower us to do a little bit more then stick to like the same base sort of 15 subjects. We're able to kind of step outside. Yesterday we featured that synced gameplay. Support was great. Go check that out if you didn't see it. Today, solid turnout. Make sure you're smashing like. Thanks for helping us hit the member goal again today. Uh, Order coffee. Hit subscribe so you can talk in my chat. All those things. We actually got a lot of new subscribers just in this stream alone. So welcome in those of you that are new. 
Gotcha games are capable of earning currency in-game. If you plan and save, you're able to get what you want without pulling out your wallet. The problem is people aren't patient for that, says Jax. Take the Apex Legends example, says Besido. What would be your stance on those loot boxes if instead of a melee cosmetic item, it was an in-game Apex character that rotated every three weeks? That's why people take issue with Genshin, Besido, because it goes beyond a random item. It's power. It's strength in the world. It's you're, 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 you're selling. You're selling power. And the more money I spend, the greater likelihood I get the cool guy. And the less money you spend, you're not going to have the cool guy. Oh, and by the way, as soon as you spend a dollar, or however much it is, as soon as you spend a single dime, you're triggering a pity system which creates a sunk cost fallacy of, well, now I've paid money, I'd be wasting that money if I don't spend more. Because if I spend enough, I'll eventually get what I want. I feel that is sinister. I don't care if it's Apex. I don't care if it's uh, Blue Protocol. I think that's sinister garbage. You are not selling something to the consumer. You're tickling a part of their brain to make them part with their money. There's no value transmission. You're just creating dopamine-addled brains to be like, oh, there's something new. And instead of me putting money into the machine for what I want, I'm putting money into the machine based on the mechanic itself. It's not a value, it's not a value proposition. It's a scam. It's just it's not a value proposition. I'm wholeheartedly against it. I won't I don't let my kids buy the random items at the store, whether it's a Lego or a Marvel character, I think loot boxes like that, I, I think it's garbage. You have to separate power, progress, and characters from it? Obviously, there's worse offenders, but it's I still think it's garbage. It's, what what the... No, like, yes, it's way worse if you're, sell, if you're selling power, progress, and characters. It's way worse. But if it's only cosmetic, I still think the mechanic itself is sinister trash. It's sinister trash. It's designed to manipulate and and to make somebody part with their money, not because of what they're getting, but because of the increased chance, the sunk cost. Like it's manipulative. It's not an it's not an actual legitimate transaction. I feel like it's illegitimate. I don't want to call Blue Protocol gotcha because now you're saying Blue Protocol and Genshin are the same. And somehow Blue Protocol is worse than Apex. Well, here's the thing. I think if you have a game that is that is unapologetically gotcha in that it's a video game that has this it, it, it's, it says here similar to loot boxes it entices players to spend in game currency and some in game currency can be gained through gameplay and some by purchasing right most implementations in free to play it began widely in the, in the 2010s particularly in Japan and it's, it's, it's dominated a lot of their highest grossing games over there right we don't know how this is going to show up in blue protocol Right, he could have said "gotcha," and in his mind, it's literally the Apex system. It's just a loot box, right? And I, I don't like loot boxes. I don't. I never have. But if it's cosmetic only, I'm like, yeah, whatever, fine. You're still preying on people's vanity and susceptibility to like 
dopamine impulse, but I, you know, whatever. At least it's not power. It's to the same degree as card packs, but again, it isn't power. In many ways, I could equate it to the cosmetics because they typically offer different animations or gameplay over additional power. Sure, like when we look at sports games, our main issue is the purchase driver is you're losing to someone who's probably spent more money than you, right? And when it's cosmetics, it's, oh, well, you feel like spending money because there's a limited amount of time to get this awesome item. I'm back. Thank God you're back, Wheezy. Wheezy, help me out here. My gut, my instinct is that a purely cosmetic gotcha system is worse than a loot box. They are twin siblings, but I feel like the gotcha system of pulling, spinning, and pity, your pity goes up the more you spend. My my heart on this, my gut is that's worse than a than a loot box because it's looking like the gotcha system in Blue Protocol is only going to be cosmetics, and Eugene's been like that just sounds like a loot box like they do in Apex. If it's just cosmetics, it's not that it's not any different than a loot box. And my my contention has been they're basically twin brothers, but I feel like the gotcha brothers worse. Because it's much more closer and not even trying to hold up a veil. It's like, no, this is gambling. Gotcha's worse than loot boxes because of the way they're designed. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. And I and I haven't been able to articulate it in a compelling way. Because Eugene's like, nah, that's just a loot box. There's no difference. And I'm like, but the loot box is a bunch of random items. And the gotcha system seems built on the idea of this is featured right now. Keep spinning to get it. The more you spin, the greater your chance. I'm not denying they're very similar. I've, I've admitted they're basically twin brothers. Eugene says, you're describing Apex loot boxes, which have been praised as a good loot box system. Weezy says the, the system for gotcha is pulls. And Eugene would say, how's that different than just buying another loot box? That's what that's been Eugene's contention. It ends up being worse than loot boxes in the long run. I want to formulate a position on this Weez, because I feel like we're I feel like we're right. And I want to be able to I want to be able to articulate it better than I have. I don't think I've done a great job. <clears throat> I've th- th- this is new territory for me slicing the difference between the two and man my hackles go up on gotcha I don't like loot boxes but buddy my hackles get raised I'm like wait a minute you can keep pulling and there there's pity and uh, what loot boxes are different I think no pity system either which is bad I feel like the pity system is just manipulative to get you to keep going. I don't think it's an act of kindness. I think it's another act of manipulation to get you to spend more times. I think there are people who would spend so many times and stop and say, that's how much money I've allotted myself. I'll spend for a, for a loot box. I'll spend 25 bucks a month. But with the pity system, they're always going to feel like, I wasted that $25 because my pity went up and I didn't capitalize on my increased pity. Your hackles get raised because gotcha is associated with progress and power. No, my hackles get raised because it feels far more like a, 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 a slot machine that says, hey, your money's wasted if you don't keep spending. 
I, loot boxes never gave me that sense or feeling. Loot boxes always felt like, well, you don't know what you're getting. That's dumb. Thing about gotcha loot boxes is the pity system is designed to make you do more pulls because you go, if I do 100 pulls, my chance goes from 10 to 20%. It's legitimately insidious. And Eugene says that's Apex. Yeah, apparently Apex is a pity system as well, Weez. I didn't know that. Everything is psychological loot boxes and gotcha sure. Let me give you an example of the pity system though. Okay, Omar. By the way, I'm enjoying this discussion. I think it's good for us to really to really push this down into the ground and massage it out because these games are coming. And you guys know how passionate I get about calling everything pay to win. I don't want to be a hypocrite and call everything gotcha when it's like, well, nah, it's basically a cosmetic loot box. Like, I don't want to be guilty of the same thing in a different category. Like, it's gotcha. And it's like, no, it's a loot box, you idiot. That's basically how Apex works. And everybody acts like Apex is great. Apex's uh, pity system has been very transparent from the get. Okay, Omar says, the last character that I wanted, I made a bunch of wishes and didn't get them using in-game earned currency. So he didn't spend money. Um, okay, Omar's, Omar's got a, a character limitation here. Gotcha system in blue protocol is cosmetics gotcha. Why should I care if it won't affect my performance of the game? I 100% agree that a gotcha system attached to power and characters and progress is worse than cosmetic. I will agree with that. Okay, so Omar says, I hit the pity. So I'm guaranteed the character I want within my next 10 pulls. But there hasn't been a character I've actually wanted in months. My pity is still good. Okay, here's the thing, Omar. So when the rerun the character and I want to get another one I want, I can get them to this point guaranteed. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Omar. Here's the thing. Shut up, Omar! No, I'm just kidding. So the reason that I am not compelled by what you're saying, okay? The reason I'm not compelled is you're leveraging it in a way that is wise. You're being wise about it. Okay. The system is designed to get the exact opposite result. You are an anomaly. Right? Like, the average person ain't doing what you're doing. Yes, you're the benefactor of the system and you're making it work in your favor. But the average person, that pity is not designed for you to for you to do what you're doing you choked on your coffee <laughs> you're the omar that i said to shut up to right you just changed your you just changed your avi your your pretty little lady's not in the picture anymore like do you get where i'm coming from like just because you leverage it for your good doesn't mean it's good Gotcha systems that involve with characters. It's a dumb game and you shouldn't be playing it. If you play it, then you're a part of the problem. Oh, that's the other Omar. No, that's him. That's him. He looks the same to me. He's the same, he's the same homie. Yeah. He's got the same high and tight. How many Omars do you think we have? I don't know. For whatever reason, I, 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 
I tracked a lot of the, uh, <laughs> I tracked a lot of, uh, I'm going to stop talking. That's the same Omar. What do you mean? Yeah, no, that's him. It's him. I'm somewhat playing devil's advocate here. I'm not on board. No, 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 no. I know you're not on board with it, Omar. I know you're not. You're trying to give the other side. And I think that's helpful. I think that's helpful. I'm just saying that. And again, I, I'm having, I I feel like I'm having more of an instinctive response than like an informed logical response. My instinct is to say, no, 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 no. Gotcha's worse than a loot box. That's my instinct. And as I read it and I see the pulls and the spins and the pity system, I'm like, ugh, gross. But then when, when, when Eugene starts outlining the Apex loot box system, I'm like, okay, they're marginally different. Like, one is clearly saying, pull again, pull again, pull again. The other's like, you opened it, now you can go buy another one. I definitely feel like the pull again, buy again separation is there, but man, oh man, like I said, they're twin brothers. Gotcha and loot boxes are a square and rectangle relationship. All gotchas are loot boxes. Not all loot boxes are gotcha. And that was kind of my point, Wheezy, was my understanding, and I think the general gaming populace's understanding of a loot box is a loot box is just a bunch of random items and something really sparkly might pop out. But traditionally speaking, loot boxes with pity systems and like, oh yeah, pull again... They, it wasn't, it didn't ever feel like that. It always felt stupid. It always felt like, well, I didn't get what I wanted. Some people are going to respond to that and say, I'm not spending any more money. That really stung. And then other people are going to be more prone to being like, I'm going to try six more times. Gotcha is designed at its core every single time. It's always designed to say, you have spent money you really ought to spend more because now you've earned pity. Like, loot boxes haven't always worked that way. Now that loot boxes are starting to smuggle in pity and they're obviously making it seem like it's a good thing for you, obviously I'm like, hey, now wait a minute. You're creating a sunk cost fallacy. You're creating this idea that like, oh, my money is wasted if I don't keep spending. I think you may have stumbled onto it. They're just calling it what it is. Western companies have tried to dress them up like they weren't gotcha. I just want to say the time and money it costs the dev teams to create the skins, cosmetics, weapons, or power in comparison to what they charge everyone for said such items does not equate and should be character limit. They're both predatory. One is openly a wolf. The others in sheep's clothing. Basito says, gonna be honest, from what I see and hear, a lot of people in Gacha games are just okay knowing they have to spend 150 to get a character in a worst case scenario, and it might be cheaper best case scenario. I don't see uncontrolled spending. I don't see uncontrolled spending because there's no real benefit once you get the item. A lot of diminishing returns after a certain point. How's that different from guaranteed item at X number of boxes? You're halfway there. Might as well go all the way. 
they're not different and I dislike both cases I didn't realize that that uh, that Apex worked in that way I thought Apex was random boxes that you could buy I thought they did a punch out system so I thought the way it worked in Apex was once you earned an item it was punched out and you couldn't earn it again to basically prevent duplicates which I think that's just a fair way to treat people it's like especially if you're randomly earning them I'm not familiar with how it works in Apex, but the way that I was uh, the, the way that I was familiar with it was you randomly get them, but you can also buy them, and it does a punch out system, which means when I get my third loot box of that month or whatever, and I didn't buy it, I'm not going to see an item pop up again that I've already earned. So that way, it's just being like that's kind of a dumb thing, that's kind of annoying, especially when someone's spending money to be like, yeah, here's your sixth thing that you've already got. If only they had a punch-out system. I swore they had a punch-out system. Why? Am I imagining that? I swear that... I swear there was an article or something... Or maybe that was an event. Was it an event where they did a punch-out system in Apex where you wouldn't get the same item again? No punch-out. You get a dupe. You get materials. It must have been an event in Apex or something that did that. I swear they did that at one time. I think that a person on that spend train is not going to make that distinction between stopping at a specific amount. Best microtransaction system is Fortnite. At least you buy what you want. I'm more in favor of, yes, just sell me the skin for X number of dollars. Dupes are replaced with materials. Punch out on events. Yeah. Okay, so they do the punch out system on events. Okay, well then, that hurts a little bit with you bringing up FOMO, Eugene. Because with FOMO, I can play and play and play and play, and I'm not going to get dupes. The FOMO of the gotcha system is, again, it's like you got to get this item, and it's going away in a week. So you're incentivized to pull as many times as you can during that week, which I guess you could argue any event's going to do that if you can buy loot boxes. And the punch-out system's going to ensure that you can buy X number of boxes to get everything. So again, they're twins, like they're Irish twins or whatever the phrase is. Like they are, they are man, oh man, are they similar? They feel very, very similar. How's that different? One is a sunk cost chance. The other is 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 a punch out system of guarantee. Yeah, again, they're twins. They're different, but they're so similar that they might as well... You know what I'm saying? Like, I ha- I keep spending at the idea of there's a chance, there's a chance, there's a chance, there's a chance. My chance is going up, 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 up. You're spending saying, well, there's only 15 items, so... There's only 15 items that I really want, so I- I'm going to get it after so many boxes. As a previous gotcha and loot box addict, a pure gotcha system is the same as loot boxes in my opinion. The difference lies in the pity system. Some make the gotch worse, some better. In most gotcha games, says Wheezy, when they have a special event, you literally don't know when it's coming around again. Again, I'm pulling loot boxes down to gotcha, not dragging gotcha up to loot boxes. Well, and I can appreciate, and, and uh, yeah, I can appreciate and agree with that that listen 
one of the reasons loot boxes has been largely rejected is because it's ba- that that's basically it. It's like, well, this is basically a gotcha system. Nobody ever said that. But the idea was is like, I don't know what I'm getting. And you just want me to keep spending money? When Apex releases heirlooms, sometimes it's during an event. The only way to get the heirloom is to buy all the punch-out items, which is usually $200 plus. What about Overwatch's loot boxes before Overwatch 2 released? I felt like those were fine because you earned them at a pretty regular clip just by playing. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't play the game for a super long time, but I felt like I got them at a pretty regular interval. There wasn't... I, I didn't... You know, I, I didn't feel like, oh man, you really gotta go the distance. New Hogwarts Legacy shows Unforgivable Curses, Open World. Gotta admit, New Hogwarts Link gameplay looks really good. Let me cover this. Yes, I covered it. I love when you guys promote other people covering shit I've already covered. Use the... <laughs> Use the search function! Go to my channel and search! Yeah, I covered the Hogwarts new gameplay, dadgummit. And the number of times I go to my Discord, someone's like, Did you guys see this? Did you see this video? Yeah, I covered it a week ago! And spent time writing it up and research. <laughs> yeah, I did! I researched it! And I was live and talking for a long time to make sure you got a good show! Go and watch some freaking guy's channel! <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't mind Raptor. I think he's got good stuff. Hogwarts Legacy is a gacha game. Yeah. There's so many times I have to bite my tongue. I look in the Discord and someone's like, did you guys see this? (laughs) Yeah, I did a two-hour show about that the other day. (laughs) How do we inversely motivate Lono to stop streaming and just do uploads? How could we do that? I have an idea. Let's do death by a thousand paper cuts and constantly promote other content creators covering stuff he's already covered in the live environment. (laughs) I'm constantly on the phone creature. I'm like, it just seems like we can cover a lot more stuff if we just went upload, man. There's so much more stuff happening. It's more effective, more consumable content, you know. (laughs) Creature's like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. (laughs) When you gamble, the brain releases dopamine. And you'd expect to only feel this when you win, but your body actually produces dopamine when you lose, which is why it's addictive. Yeah, it's actually the moment before you see the item. Yo, what's good feed? Uh, So the moment you see the... The moment before you see the item is the height of your dopamine hit. So whether or not you get the item or don't get the item, you experience the dopamine high at the same moment. So the reason it's so addictive is because losing allows you to hit that high more times. Do you see? Do you see how insidious that is? How sinister that is? So if you study the psychology behind it, it's not that 
they want to make it take a long time before you get the maximum dopamine hit of victory. No, your dopamine is at the absolute highest before you open the item. If you're opening a present from somebody, if you ordered a pair of shoes, if you ordered some awesome item, it's the moment before you open it, that's the height of your dopamine. This is why the game that I used to cover, they went wrong in so many instances because instead of it being like, ting, 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 oh, there's the item and you're going over to it. And what your brain's doing is your brain is saying, beating this content is amazing. And what's on the ground may be trash. It's not what you want, but it might be. It might be the God roll. So you're like, your dopamine high at the end of, this is one of the reasons why that game is so digging. Your dopamine high is at the end of that loop. Game developers take note. It's not about the item. It's about the chance. Because what you want to do is you want to interweave that dopamine high at the end of the loop because then everybody's going to want to do what? They want to experience the end of the loop one more time. I might get the item. I might get the item. I might get the item. So a gotcha system says pull the lever again to experience that dopamine high. A really, really good content loop says run the content again to experience that dopamine high. What you're doing is, is you're attaching the content loop to the brain rhythm of this is really satisfying, this is really enjoyable. This is why really stingy games frustrate people and they walk away from them. This is why Anthem fundamentally failed because what Anthem did was it was so freaking stingy you were never experiencing the dopamine high. You were looking on the ground like where the frick is everything? Where is everything? What's going on? Then what happens? Now you associate a dopamine low with the end of that content, which means running it feels like drudgery. You have been disincentivized from engaging. This is why so many looters mess up. They don't understand the basics of what makes a content loop addicting. They think we must extend the content loop by being stingy. No, you extend the content loop by being generous and you create a very, very deep loot table or a very, very deep perk skill whatever table so that it's going to take them a really, really long time to get the unicorn. But every time they beat the mission, it's a chance. You see what I'm saying? You're tricking the brain. You're basically tricking the brain. You're telling the brain every single time is a chance. And when you look at the odds... What's the mathematical probability? What's the mathematical likelihood I get a god roll? Uh, one in a thousand. Your, your brain doesn't care about that. All your brain cares is it sees a twinkling light on the ground that might be the god roll. So that means every time that boss dies and something pops out of him like a loot pinata, dopamine high. So now your brain says, I want to do this again. That felt really good. You kill the boss, nothing pops out. Or the stuff that pops out is the wrong color. That works too, right? You need to see you need to see that purple pop out and you see blues. Your brain goes Bleh! disincentivizing you from running it again. Loot-based content loops, if they apply this principle, you'll freaking play all day and you won't be able to really quantify why. And why do you keep playing that game? 
gameplay has to feel really good too obviously the shooting mechanics in Destiny are unmatched but it's that hit at the end that is vital vital in blue protocol they show the customizable parts available and I think having all 200 plus of those parts in a shop trying to figure out the cost of an emote versus a cattail or a hairstyle is silly yeah I mean I'm more interested in blue protocol gameplay right I'm far more interested in blue protocol gameplay like I think fundamentally I can look the other way if it's cosmetic only but buddy I won't hold back like if I'm covering this game and playing this game I'll be 100% honest with people I'll be like don't spend money in that cosmetic store man it's a gotcha system it's a gambling system do your best to just earn everything through the game the gameplay's fun the gameplay's rewarding it's an enjoyable experience with friends like I would do my best to steer people away from it like man don't go over there and spend money on that you don't know what you're gonna get and you got no clue what you're gonna get don't do that you wanna pay once dopamine drop buy a pokemon game and then start breeding for stats see what's interesting is your brain your brain will reject what you think it wants and what I mean is this if games are if they're too linear in their reward structure you'll your brain you'll reject it it wasn't really fun why because they gave it to you too fast there has to be there has to be a rhythm of that of that of that high and then oh, I didn't get it. Ah, oh, I didn't get it. This is why the gotcha systems and the loot box systems I think are so sinister because they're preying on the fact that getting you to that high point and then dashing you with disappointment is addicting because you love this feeling right here, the feeling right before you open it. You love this and you'll keep putting monies in the slot to keep hitting that oh, I felt good. And and you don't really know what's happening. So if a video game, think about it, like it, take that take that that picture in your mind and apply it to the video game. If the video game isn't rhythm rhythmically taking you up to a dopamine high and dashing your desires, and then you're like, well, I want a chance to do it again, and then you want that hit again, that huh, that I almost got it. If they don't do that properly, you'll actually reject the game. And on paper, they're doing everything you're asking. It's generous. It's respecting the player's time. It's giving you what you want, right? Oftentimes, and this is something that me and Mike, 30 and So Gaming, have talked about quite a bit. He's all about respecting the player's time. I think he's right, but I think you can take that too far. If you go too far and you make a game purely transactional, it's way too linear, and you just get what you want right away, your brain will reject that game, and you won't necessarily be able to quantify why. You'd be like, I, I just don't like it. It's not very fun. You're not tethered to it in any way. It didn't give you those tingles. When I finally broke my addiction to loot boxes and gotcha, I was spending my whole my whole paycheck in two days on a mobile event. Glad at least I was 17, so it was just my part-time job, but still. 
Yeah, imagine if that would have if you if you'd have carried that to to if you would have carried that into adulthood, Chris. That's life disrupting. That's relationship and life disrupting for nothing for digital items on a screen. You got nothing. You got nothing to you know to pass on to loved ones or friends or to share with friends. It's just a bunch of bunch of cat food in a video game, you know. And I think I think fundamentally that's where that's where it always lands is, you know, the the danger of video games and video game spending becoming life disrupting. It's disrupting your normal everyday life. Like you can't flourish as a person because you're blowing your money. Like imagine being, you know, married with kids and you you know, you're blowing your paycheck on some mobile game, you know, and what that would do. The ripple effects from that <laughs> would just be incalculable because you'd have to hide it. You'd have to, you'd have to like make excuses, you'd maybe even have a separate, separate credit card, you know, keep it a secret like that. That is absolutely, that's just toxic. You know what I'm saying? That's acidic to trust and health and flourishing. I do feel like loot boxes in Overwatch because they gave you stuff for free and that's why people defend these practices. I love where I run this or this again for the gun I wanted because I didn't get this time. I'm being extremely sarcastic. If you aren't lying to your family, you're an effing casual, says Sue Bear. <laughs> yeah. The hardcore casual thing from yesterday. If you're not lying to your family about your micro spending in Genshin, then you're a casual. I'm not hiding anything. If she complains once, I'll go spend the same money at a bunch. Yeah. Uh, go do something else with my life or play another game. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've taken that attitude lately with certain games. Yeah. If they don't, if they don't give me what I want, that's what I do. I'm like, I'm out. If you can't give me the basics, if you can't get, if you can't scratch the base level, you know, itch of a content loop. Notice this message had to be approved. <laughs> yeah, I need I need Zubair. If you guys ever want to get um like blank check approval to talk in my chat, especially those of you that have badges, do me a favor. You can go leave a comment on my Diablo video. Uh, we did a Diablo video yesterday. If you guys missed it, there was a recent stream and there was some stuff with, uh, you know, with, um, why is it not in the Diablo 4? should be in the Diablo 4 uh, playlist. Did I not do that? Let me double check. Yeah, it's in Diablo 4 news. And it's not showing the play. Oh, the playlist is probably doing that stupid thing. But anytime you guys leave comments, if I recognize who you are, I can click on your name and I can say, hey, um, yeah, why is it saying date added newest? I guess I'll have to do date added newest. I don't know. That fixed it. 
It wasn't even on the front page of the of the channel. Post uh, so this. Hey Reforge, what's your opinion on date? I don't know what you're asking me. Why are you asking me about that? I don't know. I don't know what you're asking me about. So all I'm saying is, you want me to gift you shadow ban Zubair again. <laughs> Here's the thing, here's the thing. I think a really relevant topic to what we talked about today is the Diablo 4 like pay to win situation. If you guys haven't watched that video yet, I'm going to put a link in chat and if you guys want me to give you like that blank check permission in chat, go watch the video, smash like on it. It doesn't have 100 likes yet. It's a good little video and then leave a comment and I'll give you I'll I'll say hey, approve comments from this person cuz I'll recognize your names, I'll recognize your badges. Uh, that's clearly going to do it for this conversation. We haven't talked specifically about Blue Protocol in a while. Good stream, though. We debated gotcha versus loot boxes. Uh, we obviously are waiting for more details about Blue Protocol gameplay, as well as any Blue Protocol news. I don't know if we'll cover it unless something really significant drops. We might have to wait until we've got some playable gameplay. Uh, if today was an indication... Our base audience might be kind of shrugging at this game, but it could be a slow burn. Maybe we'll motivate people with some gameplay when we can get in. That should be happening pretty soon. I think they're going to want to let more and more people play it and see it. So click, um, yeah, don't do it here. Don't do it here. Click on the link in chat. Go check out my Diablo video about pay to win. It's very similar to this subject. If you leave a comment over there and you're one of the longtime members, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you that, um, I'll give you that. Uh, that ability to always comment. So, um, I thought you were really in touch with the crumb side of YouTube because you watch crumb side YouTuber Doc Dark and J Dub is the biggest crumb side creator. Yeah, I don't know who that. I don't know who that is. I I I didn't. I'm not like. I don't watch Doc Dark stuff. I like him. He's a nice guy. Somebody sent me his video. So, all right. Check out the Diablo video in chat, guys. And I will, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for hanging out today.